Okay, guys. Uh, welcome back to the Nearly Footballers podcast. The podcast where nearly footballers discuss everything football. Um, today, unfortunately, we'll be without Zoom. Uh, he has a dentist appointment. A so mistress. <laughs> a tetas grandchild is uh, is not in the studio today with us. So um, just myself, Naim, and uh, my Moody Ali. co-host Moody, as we discuss everything football. So, bro, um, let's just get right into it. Okay, I mean, uh, the first game was it's not important. I don't think listeners care about Burnley and Everton. Uh, not really, but we could we could just. Uh, maybe just discuss the score. Uh, Calvert Lewin on the score sheet again. Yeah, top scorer. But I feel uh, Everton after the start that they're having, I yeah. think right now everything they're doing is a bit uh, underwhelming. Like they're it's, they're striking. It's not. Uh, they're not doing things at the level that they were doing them earlier on in the in the season. Burnley just came from being beaten five 0 by Man City. Yeah. And then you're going yeah. to draw one yeah. one again. And they also, I think they also have, they had one point before. Yeah, <laughs> they had one win the whole season. The whole season, and then they drew with Everton. So, yeah, definitely not good for Carlo Ancelotti. Definitely. But uh, my guy, DCL, back on the score sheet. You know, I have him in my, FP, uh, in, in my FPL, that's why. I've uh, been saying I'm going to put him, I'm going to put him. I swear I keep forgetting. You, you you better you better put him. But I'm crushing you guys, man. No, nah, 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 this 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 <laughs> week I got seventy six points. What are you talking about, man? Just because I had slow starts. There's like two three weeks I did. Uh, bad I've, I've been f- I've been first like for the whole it's the whole I'm time. Calm. Man. Three consecutive weekends I've had seventy plus points. I'm coming for you, man. Don't worry. Uh, all right, all right. Um, I'm City Fulham. Yeah, City Fulham. I mean, it was obvious they were going to win. Let's just be frank with each other. 2-0. Expected, expected result. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's I wanted to talk about that. I feel like um, City had a slow start to the season and also that was also something uh, KDB experienced. He wasn't really... Influential. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't as influential and I think slowly by slowly we're starting to see... Um, the KDB we all know. I mean, Sterling, it's the same story about him. He scored, he got on the score sheet. Yeah, sure, but yeah. he should have had like a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. Half. Very wasteful, very wasteful of Sterling, as usual. Um, There's another wasteful guy we're going to talk about. <laughs> Wait and see. Let me just do this. Look, there's actually two of them now that I think about it. But anyway, so deserved result, Man City Fulham. Yeah, definitely. They were good, they were good um, value for their win. Mm-hmm. Fulham, although they're struggling, um, I think City did uh, did everything. They did the thing. They did the thing. Uh, all right, now we're gonna talk about my team, man. Your guys. Comeback, Remontada. But you guys are comeback kings this season, especially away from home. But you know, bro, that game, that game was was really. I don't know if you watched it. Did I you watched, you watched, I watched it? I watched. It was really strange because first half was so poor. Was so poor from Manchester United. <laughs> there was no intensity. We couldn't find uh, Van de Beek in behind. He had a bad game. He had a bad game. We kept losing the ball. And then OGS at halftime makes these these substitutions. He brings on Rashford for some energy on and the left. Fernandes. And Bruno Fernandes. Your and then suddenly... Your captain and manager. <laughs> everything changes. <laughs> everything changes. But 
like just thinking about the first half, that has been the problem. Uh, it's it's basically been the problem we've been dealing with for a very long time, and I feel once OGS is able to address that issue of getting consistent performances from this team, I think I think we are going to go places. He's in all honesty, my issue is he's always just. Uh, like how do you say it? Paping, paping over the cracks. Yeah, yeah. He's always yeah. just fixing what he starts with wrong. Yeah. Because I mean, Van der Beek is a great number eight, but he plays one game attacking midfield, the next is a holding midfielder, the next is uh, he's behind behind Fred. Even I'm just like, yo, you need to figure out your midfield because yeah. I mean, from the news we're hearing, he'll have l- one less of a headache. Yeah, from what yeah, from what has come out recently. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> The game West Ham should have put it to bed the first half. Yeah, they kept missing too many chances. Wow, these guys had chances that yeah. first half, bro. <laughs> they kept missing too many chances. So what's that guy called? Um, four nouns. Is it four nouns? Yeah, no, that guy is whack. Not four nouns. Yeah, it's Pablo four nouns. The guy who missed. No, and then his the uh, his 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 partner, his attacking partner. Um, his name starts with the C. I forgot, but that guy was running us ragged. Was it, is it Bowen? Yeah, Bowen. Those runs in behind from Bowen, I was so impressed by those, bro. Oh yeah, but they still need a lot of work to do, to be honest. West Ham, uh, they can be a threat, but they're still Kidogo too slow. Yeah. That's my issue with them. They take too much time. It's a David Moyes team. They take too much time to pick up. But to be honest, I like I like what David Moyes is building over there. They're so they are a really difficult team to play against. From the tall... Uh, centre backs, the strong centre backs, Kina Ogbona, to when Antonio is fit, they have they just have such a strong spine, you know. And with um, the England midfielder, the left foot, the left footed guy, Rice, Declan Rice, mm. who I think is left footed, but he's actually right footed. Let me do a name, Mchale, you know, Mchale. So yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by David Moyes actually being able to come back from. Um, being not regarded as a good manager, you know, after losing the Manchester United job, and then his next few appointments, he wasn't really successful. He went to Spain and he did he did nonsense there. And to be this high up with a West Ham team in the league at this point in the in the season, you have to give him his props, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, those are his, that's his. Excuse me. Uh, those are his. That's his teams. Those are his yeah, level yeah, of teams. Yeah. So he has because there, there's no pressure of oh you have to win the league, you have to win the Champions League, or there's it's been a dynasty for years, so you have to keep it going. I mean, good for him. Let's just see how far West Ham go. But you know, the funny thing is, I never mentioned this, but uh, the Man City Fuller games. You mm. know, the Premier League player to win the most penalties is Sterling. Is Sterling? Yeah, he has twenty. He has won, won 20, 20 penalties. penalties. Oh, diver. He's a diver. This is not a good thing. This nigga was diving, man. He was touched. You could think <laughs> he was shot in the back. It's like yeah, those Nigerian movies. You see someone is shot and the guy starts making funny movements that don't even correlate to the bullet hitting his Yeah, body. but you know, like no- nowadays, even just that start, I think it just shows um, how valuable it is to know when to go down. Because you, you, you will win your team. A penalty in today's football. It's basically. a debate. It's a debate, to be honest. Because I think there was an incident with um. I can't remember his name. Something Vida or something. Mm, I can't remember mm, which yeah, team he's actually. Yeah. 
My bad, guys. I wasn't. Th- I was just. I was just. I was t- hearing about this penalty situation. Managers, uh, refs, and VR. You have to go down. Like the Welbeck incident. Mm. Um, Salah incident. Salah incident. Now this Vida guy didn't go down. It, but his name is not Vida. That's just how it ends, I think. But uh, he didn't go down, and he the same thing happened to him. And I think I know of a Vida. I think a centre back for either one of no, these small a, teams. He's, he's a youngster. I don't know if he plays for Wolves or something. I can't remember who it was. But yeah. anyway, he was <coughs> he was hit the same way Welbeck was hit. Nigga didn't go down, and everyone was on the oh yeah, honesty. Then other guys were like, he's stupid. Because should have gone down. He should have gone down. Yeah, got yeah. them into the game. But anyway, this penalty story is when it comes to players who know how to dive. Definitely, Sterling is number one. He's we can. There. I think we can say players from Manchester. This yeah. the, this the great the greater Manchester know. area. Yeah, exactly. Martial, they the know. one who doesn't <laughs> even know how to dive. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. They know the way. Penandes. They know yeah, the way around the penalty yeah, box. So um yeah um moving on No wait but so who do you see man you in the league Where do I see them at finishing the end, at the end yeah. at the now end of the league starting to pick up Uh it's it's quite difficult because now we have another headache that we have to navigate um the whole Pogba Mino Raiola situation um I mean it's not like it's not really a headache if he said he's leaving <laughs> No as in yeah so now that's obviously going to disrupt the team. So that's what I'm saying. It's something that we now have to see how um, OGS, first of all, reacts to it. Um, from reports, I was hearing that he was actually planning on on starting Pogba today versus uh, we're playing Leipzig today. Leipzig, yeah. yeah. Which so is that game you can win, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a, this is actually a very crucial week. So people were saying that... Um, the timing, you know, it's typical of Mina Raiola. Bef- just before big games, you drop this kind of news. Because you might go to Europa if you lose this game. Uh, if we lose, if we lose. But, yeah, so basically I'm just waiting to see how OGS deals with it. In the past, Sir Alex um, has shown that no player should be bigger, bigger than, than, the club. than the club. So um, I feel like we are in a place to deal with the with yeah, the loss of Pogba, we have we have good midfield options. Yeah, we have a ready replacement. Um, and if if he does go in January, I hope we're able to use that money properly and actually get I a proper doubt, re- like two or three players. Two or three players. How much it is? Sixty million. Yeah, I doubt you'll get that. P- Sixty to seventy million. I doubt you'll get would that. You would you have him at Real Madrid as a, as a Real Madrid fan? Would you have him at Real Madrid? They need him. Yeah. Oh, I they need yeah, that yeah. team is struggling. They're going to go to Europa for the first time and I don't know how I'm many years. And I'm so happy by can that. Can you imagine I'm, I'm can you imagine look at Europa <laughs> <laughs> Thursday and you see Real Madrid there? Yeah. PSG. Yeah, Real Madrid. No, PSG in Kawaida, those guys come into those are those are flops when they when they happen, they happen. <laughs> but Real Madrid, you know, that's like the epitome of football. Yeah, Barcelona, yeah, Real, yeah. Manu. Manu you had your chance in the Europa and you won it, so if you don't go, yeah, don't want to come back. exactly. <laughs> if you don't go, you can have that to say, ah, we went there, we won, so it's not an issue. But Real Madrid, yeah, this is the yeah. guy who won them three Champions Leagues in a row. But would you, would you, because ha- Jamie Carragher yesterday in Monday Night Football was saying, um, other than Manchester United, like you mentioned, the other two big clubs in the world is either um, Barcelona or Real Madrid. Yeah. And Carragher was saying that he does not believe that these two teams would 
actually go out and pursue uh, Paul Pogba because he doesn't bring anything to the team. That's according to Carragher. Yeah, so Carragher as a Real Madrid fan. Carragher just talks, <laughs> Carragher, <laughs> Carragher just talks out of his ass sometimes, to be honest. Because that's why I don't follow most of his opinions for this pundits. Because it's just like, what do you mean, man? Mm. He's a World Cup winner, one. He's won almost everything with you, apart from the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. He's won. He won the Europa League with you guys. He's won the league uh, uh, at Italy, not England. England yeah, yeah. When he was struggling, he dug at that time. But I mean, that's a world class player. You can. It's like saying, "Oh yeah, these guys wouldn't go for Kante because he had a drop in form." Mm, mm. OGS did not use him. Moyes did not use him. Uh, who was the other guy? Van yeah, Gaal. Uh, Mourinho, Mourinho. 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 Yeah. yeah. So if you don't have to use him, it doesn't mean that he can't thrive in other teams. And especially in, a, in uh, La Liga or Syria where it's more tactical and less, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, we have to run everywhere. Everyone has to run, blah, 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 nonsense. Uh, that uh, Me, first of all, that just kills football for me, that everyone has to be at the same fitness level mm. of Ronaldo or something. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. All right, so yeah, I'll um, get him. I'll get him. You'd you'd you take him? I'll definitely. I would take him national. What are you telling me? <laughs> I would buy him national. <laughs> no, I I like just to speak honestly. Um, I've I've always been in his corner. You know, always trying to argue for him and argue his case. But he does this too many times, and Ferguson also knows that knew that the the agent. In this, in 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 the Paul Pogba situation, most of the times, is the problem, and for just like once in my whole in my life, I just want Paul Pogba to actually come out, you know, and tell us how he's feeling because, as a United fan and as someone who follows this team uh, extensively, you can see that he hasn't played much this season. But when he does play, he gives 100%. You can see he's, even from his social media, he's giving 100% to the team. Yeah, when he gave away the penalty against Arsenal, he's the one who came out and said, yeah, I'm taking responsibility for this. So you get very contrasting views. You have the agent on one side saying this and this, and then you have Paul Pogba playing the way he played over this weekend. But he asked you know, so... I just want to know if there's going to be a reaction, one, from Paul Pogba himself. And then two, I want to see how OGS reacts to this. Because this, this is all this is what it takes to be a manager of a big team. So I want to see how he reacts. Whether I he's mean, able to stand up to Paul Pogba and tell him, hey, you, this is the last draw. You're going to be dropped till January. Yeah, until we sell you, basically. Honest. Just do an Aussie on him. Uh, no, you can't do an Aussie <laughs> on him. Because... First of all, he's too big of a name. I mean, Ozil is also a big name, but uh, Ozil kind of put himself in that situation. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, like, political issues. There's no nothing. This Pogba is just footballing reasons. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, you have to build a team around him. That's just the type of player he is. You can't tell me you want to build around Rashford or you want to build around Martial or you want to build... You have to build it around Pogba. That's just the truth and the fact of it. He's, that's just how it is. The French team was built around him. Mm-hmm. Kante was there to uh, help with his defensive issues. Luckily, in Juventus, he was young, so his he, he the midfielders can compensate what he didn't have. Pirlo, Arturo Vidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs that type of team, to be honest. Uh, but does it he have that now? Nah, in a, in some way, nah, we we have a Matic is, Matic is we have a really good midfield, bro. Yeah, no, trust me, you have it's it's a t- it's in the I think in the top four we have some of the well, some of the best midfielders you in do, the top but four. 
They're not going to compare <laughs> Vidal in his prime to Fred. They're not going to f- compare Pirlo or Vidal to Matic. Matic is old as yeah, fuck. He yeah. can't run. <laughs> he can't. He, he literally he's he uses intelligence to play. He yeah, doesn't use yeah. his physique and whatever. And Van der Beek is the same type of player as Pogba. Fernandez is an attacking midfielder. Mm. He's a leader. So it's like you have too many people in the same position that you want. Yeah. But then the people surrounding him d- are not up to par, I should say. Fred is an amazing midfielder. I have he have to give him his props. He's been playing fantastic for Manchester United. Matic, mm, the ball is still running on him, so yeah, let's yeah. just wait and see. Uh, anyway, it's his last like two, three seasons. You know. But this guy, man, people say like build a team around him. Yeah. Sure, we we should, but I feel at the same time, what we have now and where we are at now in in the Champions League, we're one point away from from qualifying. We are third in the in the league. You know, we haven't started the cups. Even though we haven't shown as much. Um, movement in the transfer window, you know, and signing huge, huge names that probably he was expecting as a player. This season, especially, I feel like this could have been his time to To actually push the team forward and to shine because we're in the Champions League. He can't say that we're not providing Champions League football. We're close to the top of the Premier League, you know, and we're playing well. So for me, I think... He just needs to either just shut his ma- his, his his agent up, you can't, or agent. fire him, or who who the guy who makes me money. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. Bro, Lingard did it the other day. Nah, Lingard is a fool. He's Lingard, Lingard, Lingard told Raul, nah, fuck off, man. Exactly, and he's being told now. He's being offered to teams like Brighton and stuff like that. Bro, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, a footballer's career is not that long. If footballing sense doesn't work out, mm. you're going to milk every single cent you can from the team. Yeah, he loves football. Yeah, he wants to play, but football nowadays is a business. We have to look at it like that. If I was a footballer and you're telling me to get rid of Mineroyola and he's going to get me into any team that I want, whether it's PSG, yeah. Real, Barca, mm. I'm not getting rid of him. But you know, even in this climate... Look at his contract. Look at his contract. How his contract is so huge. How many players have that contract? In this pandemic, I don't see him getting the same anywhere he else. will trust him. Where? No, he's... Where is he going to get in that? In football, when the agent goes to fight, with uh, when he goes to negotiations, yeah, the f- these are the first three things I'm sure that come out of their mouth. I ain't an agent, but I'm guessing it's what. He's a World Cup winner. Mm-hmm. He's a serial winner in terms and of he sells football. T-shirts, yeah. And his name is too big to just throw away, you know. Like, he'll make the money up in the next whatever. Ha- football fans will still buy T-shirts. They'll still buy merch. Yeah. That's something they'll never stop doing. So... Guys like Pogba, Neymar, Mbappe, Ronaldo, of course, we don't have to talk about them, and Messi, those two are mm, godlike. Mm, mm. Those guys will just always sell stuff. They'll always just, they'll always be a good investment unless the manager is the wrong of their Because of their In the added, business, as a added value Exactly, now. as a business yeah. perspective, they'll always be. So, apart from what they bring on the pitch, just everything else that yes, they, yeah. Exactly. And that's why Manu got him, let's be honest, they didn't need him. No, we did. We no, Walla, you didn't. Walla, we hadn't, we hadn't signed a midfielder. But you could have, you could have gotten someone man. cheaper. We, we had like, we you had Darren Fletcher, you know, yeah, but bro, Gibson. And he was still doing cleverly. No, yeah. let me just tell you, we've been through a lot of shit when it comes to the team being built, especially when the Glazers <laughs> came through. But that's that's a long ass discussion. Uh, so just to maybe wrap up on the Paul Pogba stuff. Where do you speculate? Where do you think his um, his next destination is? PSG seems to be 
tightening up the purses. They're not. They don't seem like they want to spend anymore. Mm. So probably Juve. Uh, but only if Juve get rid of Dybala. Because of the wages thing. Yeah, they can't. They can't have all those guys. Ronaldo's wage is disgusting. You yeah. Just bought Alvaro Morata. Yeah. You have Morata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kameme FM. Yeah, My name yeah, is yeah, John Zuguna, and yeah. I am joined <laughs> by Washira. It came out badly. My bad. Yeah, but anyway, um, yes, they have to get rid of. They have to get rid of a few players. Kedira is also not in the list. He's still yeah. being paid wages. Yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. Everton yeah. want him. So they have to really get rid of the fringe players and uh, some of the guys who just aren't cutting it out for them. Because Dybala was a star, mm. and he still is. Mm. But there's something wrong. He's just very inconsistent. That's the issue with the for him and Juve. So if so they can get him, even Juve, Barca, because Barca are Barca dying. Barca are not buying him. But they'll, t- they'll definitely put their, their, mm. their ring in. I, d- I, d- I, don't I don't think Barca are going to... Especially now that they have Coleman, I don't think they're going to go for someone of his profile, someone who just is able to bring such um, like problems into the dressing room, you know. But he doesn't bring them, to be honest. He's never. Yeah, been he does. He like really he's never been an issue for for the players, to be honest. He's never been like a guy who's divisive. No, no. Okay, yeah. Or okay, with with, with his teammates, yes. But what I'm saying, like the problem, the news, the the news, news you know, yeah. we don't. But you like have to handle that. The team is preparing for two big games. We're playing City over the weekend. We have RB Leipzig. Now is not the That's time. Mino. For That's Mino's your tactics negotiations. That's why literally he's one of the best agents. This is how you start playing around the devil. He's a shitbag. He's a shitbag. He is, but he knows how to get. He knows how to get his money and for his clients that money. Uh, all but right, anyway, right, he's bro. definitely going to a big team. There's no. There's no small team that can afford him. Yeah. And when you can't keep him for. With all the problems that they're experiencing with him now, every day it's a question about Pogba. Every so yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, if he was to stay, he has to come out and say some stuff against Even my Raiola. He'll still be asked the same question. So, but anyway, we'll um, see. When time, time will tell. Arsenal, Tottenham. You want to talk about that now, or uh, do you want to save that for the last, the last, the last topic? We save the shit teams for last. You know, <laughs> yeah. we save the shit teams for last. And this is an Arsenal fan saying that. So we can talk about Chelsea um, going up against Liverpool. The Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea comeback. Yeah, there was a comeback on the. There were comebacks this weekend, man. <laughs> Giroud. Uh, the, the guy yeah. is proving he was. He's knocking at the Giroud. door. Giroud. Giroud did beats. Bamford scored an amazing goal. Yeah, he and did. Then he did. I removed him from my FPL that weekend. You know, this is this is why I keep saying, man. When are you guys going to give me competition, man? Okay. How do you remove Bamford? Because I because I wanted I, I was I thought I was removing Wilson, but I removed Bamford. I'm an idiot. Anyway, you know Bamford has been managed. Bef- that was uh, his first game. Ag- I think it was one of his first games against Chelsea. And when he was in because Ch- a former Chelsea former player, yeah, former he Chelsea was player by seven different managers at Chelsea at Chelsea, and he never made the bench. He never made the bench. Yeah, he never got out. He never had a game. Was this uh, was this the time when Chelsea didn't take their youth youth yeah, players they seriously? They had like forty something players on loan. Do you remember uh, this player called uh, Mac Macekran? Yeah, this the guy, guy has been on loan everywhere, man. I don't man. even know. Where I don't even know. Where Is he even? I don't even know if he's still a player. But he, but he scored against them. They didn't even hide celebration one time. <laughs> Stupid. But um. How d- how does Chelsea end up with Olivier Giroud and Arsenal end up with William? 
because I, I feel at this at this stage um in their careers you guys would uh, you guys need a Jiru. I've been saying that Zuhum, of course, with the Teta stories. He's yeah. Like, yeah, this, this, this. And I had the stats to back it up. When we started playing, we started with 33 crosses. I yeah. think there was a game against Wolves. Yeah. And then the next game, we went up and went to, we upped it up to 44. Who's there to head the ball? You're telling me Obama. This guy's <laughs> more worried about his fucking hairstyle than heading <laughs> the ball in. You know, I'm just like, this guy, honestly, is okay. <coughs> so I was just like, nah, bro, this is this is not the way. To this go is not the way to go. This yeah. is not the way to go. I, but I've been crying about this. I, uh, he's he wants to leave now because he's not getting enough yeah, game time. Yeah, we should yeah. take him back. Because now they have uh, they have Werner and they have um, uh, Abrams. And let me just first say this: mm. the way the hype was on Werner. <laughs> was on Werner. I keep telling you guys. Guy keeps this guy. They've even made a montage of how many chances he missed. You know, he missed the, yeah. the previous this game against Leeds. He yeah. had the worst miss yeah. the whole season. The ball was going in. He stopped it mm. and then tried to put it in and hit the crossbar. This is why. It's why I, I was telling you guys: Timo Werner is just a blonde. Shane Long, bro. I believe that now. It's just a blonde Shane Long. I, there's no one <laughs> highlight I've watched, you know, or a game for Chelsea yeah. where he hasn't had a massive g- loss. A massive a miss. A massive miss, sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, nigga, you have to be scoring those. Like, you, you had 46 goals in, in Germany. In Germany. You come to England and you can't put those goals into bed. Because, yeah, he has... I told you he's literally like another Cavani. He misses. He misses. Out of five chances, he'll miss. Three. three. Uh, score he'll two. Score two. And now it's even going to, he'll score one. It's going he's even less now. <laughs> yeah, because this guy's a joke team. And, and what, do you, what do you think about Rhys James? I'm, I'm really impressed by Rhys James. I've been watching him for a while now, uh, the, the Chelsea right back. And he's, he's, he's provided another assist. And last week I felt against Spurs, he could have had two assists if Abrahams was able to head the ball. So yeah, I mean, I don't think you could count him as a one of the best right backs yet. Bro, I think he's he's he's, he's on the way. He's he's, he's young. Th- exactly, that's the word you should say. He's on the way. Not you know, I hate this shit. For someone who has five games and everyone is already praising them as no, no. he's <laughs> up there. Alexander Arnold, guys, yeah, they yeah, deserve to. Yeah. Be, they've won the Champions League. Yeah. They've won the Premier League. They've been doing it consistently. Like you can't just say, oh, it's like I become a footballer today. I have. Three weeks, three game weeks of beef game, mm. and then suddenly everyone's like, "Oh my God, he's one of the best wingers in the world." You start putting him up there with names that he they have. He's not even had a fraction of their career, and you're like, "Yeah, he's up there." Rhys James is good, true. He still has his red card issues. Yeah, he keeps yeah. getting red cards and like this, like that. But just give him time. Like I, th- I think to gauge someone where they're good enough, you have to give them at least two seasons. Two seasons. To see that consistency, right? I'll give you an example. Uh. Mr. Pepe had Pepe. one good season. <laughs> yeah. One good season. Everyone was talking about him like he's the next Ronaldo. No, I think people expected him to be the next uh, Hazard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nonsense. He's done nonsense for us. All he does is get headbutts and give us red cards. And then <laughs> he does the same things. He's the same almost as he has the same type of... Uh, Profile as Mahrez, where he's left footed. Yeah, yeah. He, cuts he, d- in. he can dribble, he can cut in. But my gee, I could read what he's going to do before mm, he does mm. it. And even if he passes me, I know he's going to miss. It's those ones the defender will just be like, it's easy. Okay, so but I uh, think that's a good uh, that's a good uh, segue into Arsenal Spurs. Yeah, wait, wait, you know, I actually <laughs> figured out that guy's name. Which guy? The guy I was telling you about, the guy who missed, uh, who didn't go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, actually yeah. a Leeds player. He's called Poveda. 
Poveda. I think he's there number seven, if I'm not wrong. Oh, and he didn't go down he in the Chelsea game. And yeah, and he had d- it would have been, I think, 3-2. And there was still enough time. I think it was like in the 70s. Yeah, minute. yeah. And uh, he didn't go down. So most people are like, mm, maybe we should give it some Be time. Maybe he should have been he less honest. Been, yeah, he should have gone down. But I, prefer, I, I respect him for that, man. Like... If it's something that, because it literally he touched him mm. and his leg moved, yeah. but it wasn't enough to like throw yourself like you're being blown yeah, out yeah. by a hurricane or something. But you, you know? could see like uh, a player like maybe Bruno Fernandes falling down in that or situation. Sterling. No, or Bruno Sterling. Fernandes would have. I think, I mean, he falls down, but I, d- I think more like Sterling, Sterling Birdie, yeah. those type of guys. You those know? quick guys. Yeah, those guys who they can pretend I was running too fast and so. And the guy had taken uh, like two guys before he went down. I mean, before he continued. And he missed a shot. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to let you... Yeah. We're going to talk about Arsenal now. So... First of all, I didn't expect us to it's win. It's all you now. I didn't expect us to win. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a huge rant. Yeah, no, no. I didn't expect us to win. I didn't, uh, okay, yeah. Going into the game week. Um, yeah, it's there was this There was this um, 75% chance that Harry Kane was going to play so 15% he was not going to make the lineup I knew he was playing um uh, so do you what if what do you think Arteta could have done differently that that match this guy needs to change a lot man I ain't Arteta out I ain't Arteta in mm. I ain't those type of people who's uh, who's going to cry about oh him being there him not being there and like Zuhum almost uh, bust a nerve last week uh, yeah it's true. The yeah. players are not up to par, to be honest. But also, he has his faults. Because we all know, this is one thing Mourinho has done to all the big teams, which have turned into counter-attacking football. He sits back mm. and lets Kane and so on destroy the rest of the team. Yeah. That's literally all he's doing. How can you fall into that fucking trap all the time? Like, you saw it against Chelsea, you saw it against Man U, then you're going to go and do the same thing. Mm. It's like... Uh, you think he's number one or two because he's just been cheating. Those are his tactics. That's what has been. Motivated. So the w- they were they were setting traps for the Arsenal Bro, players and then counting and then, then countering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. We had yeah. we had I don't know how many chances. The guys were missing. Same same way he played against Manchester United, where yeah, he was exactly. setting traps for our Everybody midfield. Kane gets the ball. Yeah, counter. Son is already on his way. Yeah, or yeah. Bergwijn is on the other yeah, side. So yeah. I mean, for Arsenal, six defeats in nine. Like, it's not it's not very good. It's not a very good return. I can't believe I was laughing at Manu being below ten, and now <laughs> us were sixteen, man. And uh, party went off injured again. We forced him into a game he shouldn't have been playing. Do you think that is also has to do with the manager and of the manager's the decisions? Of course, the manager is giving into now the pressure of oh we have to play party, we have to do this. Play Jack and Sabayas. You've mm. been trusting them the whole fucking season. Why is it this time that now you wanted to put your trust in Pate after he and you and literally the reason why they didn't play him the other few games is because they were they were scared that he was going to the injury would reoccur. reoccur. Same thing happened to him now when they put him in a game, especially and a game with Tottenham. He was he was meant to be out for three more matches or so, I yeah, think or something. They forced him. Now he's going to be out for a few months again. We've lost the player that we w- was everyone was pinning their hopes on. <laughs> and we've lost now, you know. That game, we had 70% possession. 300 passes. Nothing. Nothing. How many, how many, sh- how many shots on target? Man, I don't even, I don't even know. The, first, uh, the right, only person I know, stats. the only person I know uh-huh. who had no shot on target was Aubameyang. 
not he didn't take on any player and he created no chances. Is that a player who's playing the game honestly? <laughs> <laughs> let me just ask you. Is that someone who's playing the game? No, let's be honest with each other. Do you expect such a start from your star signing? You like you made him sign a new contract. Yeah, this yeah. is the guy we were pinning our hopes on. Our captain. That's the type of guy you're saying. You know, at least Pogba and Adaribu Kuchenga Chenga, he loses the ball, you know, attempted dribbles was zero. He's trying, attempted dribbles was zero. He didn't take on anyone. Yet you had 70% possession. This is is the thing. This is the thing I was telling. This is like a Barcelona of old, but without any productivity. This is the thing I was telling um, Zoom. When I watch Arsenal, I get huge flashbacks from when Van Hal was at Manchester United. Where the system overtakes the player's um, creativity and ability to think on their feet. And that's why zero dribbles. Because that's probably he's been told, oh, keep at a ball over there on the outside yeah, wing. You, you Just make sure you yeah. keep it moving. Exactly. And that's why I've been, t- I've been crying about this. And I'm happy Zuhum is not here to interject with his nonsense about Ateta's love and all whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, how can the manager's system be so flawed and you're still thinking that he has nothing to change, or because of Xhaka. Because, because if we sell these players, how much do you want to bet they'll go to another team and start up outperforming our teammates? Yeah. I think it's a case of what you said. You have to work with what you have. Exactly, man. You can't keep crying about what you don't have. It's like, oh yeah, if I'm going to keep crying about everything, I'll be crying about all the team, the team players that I don't have. I would want Pogba, I would want Ronaldo, I would want Lewandowski, I would want Haaland. I can't keep crying about guys I don't have. You have to work with what you, what have. you have. And you actually signed our st- your star strike. And I kept saying that was a bad move. I love Aubameyang. He did the thing for us for the last two seasons. Yeah, two seasons is very good. Off the, off the left hand but side. But these fast strikers mm. always start waining once they start hitting 31. And How old is he? 31. 31. They and start waning, man. And, and he signed a two-year... Extension. Yeah, and he's in his own. I think his, his contract was bumped up. Like it was a, pers- it like I think he went to 200 or 300? 200 and something. Yeah, 300. Yeah. I can't remember the exact numbers. But it's like, okay, so you sign your star striker. Oh, I think it's 375. No, I don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's 375,000. I think. I don't think he's. Zuhu mentioned it. I don't think he's higher than Ozil. Oh, Ozil is, Ozil is 375. Yeah, Ozil yeah, is yeah. higher. I think he's just below Ozil. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like those are the type of strikers where they thrive on a number 10. And then you leave your number 10 out. One of the best in the last 10 years. Yeah. Actually, the best number 10 in the last 10 years. And you're going to leave him out because of fucking political issues. I was watching um, Ozil highlights over the weekend. Just like those, you know, those compilation videos. And there's this technique he does when he's passing the ball where he kind of, with his side foot, he hits it into the ground. Yeah, and then that forces the ball like to, to, to chip. Over the defender's to leg. chip, yeah. Over the defender's leg. And that compilation was showing his assists and his goals. And he was actually scoring goals with that technique. Like yeah, yeah. hitting the ball into the ground with his side foot to chip the keeper. Bro, that type of mind, footballing mind, you cannot put it on, the, uh, not even, at least on the bench. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that when those teams, you can't unlock them, you put him. Yeah. You can't leave him out of the squad, especially the financial implications it has. Like, bro, let me give you a start. 65 chances in 11 games, lowest in the entire league. 65 chances in 11 games. This the is lowest in the, in the whole league. 
in the whole league of yeah. 20 teams even yeah. Burnley yeah. Burnley has, is has above you because <laughs> these guys who can't score goals are above us 10 goals in 11 league games only Burnley Western West Brom and Fulham have less have less goals wow. this is Arsenal the one who Aubameyang oh, was almost top scorer last yeah, season yeah. I'm telling you this team I swear it's ever a season that I've wanted to migrate to a different team. Is this it's season. Because I've been waiting too long. You know, Zoom is like, yeah, you have to give them time. You have to do this. Arsenal fans are like, yeah, we have to give them time. The environment in football that we are in, we don't have that time. You don't have that time. You don't have that luxury. And, bro, un- unless, I th- for me, I feel unless there's huge changes in how you guys approach games, I don't I don't see anything changing because you're with an inexperienced manager. This is probably going to be his first relegation battle. Um Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal in relegation battle. Can you imagine? <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal. <laughs> the one that has never been has never been relegated. Has never been relegated. Started yeah. playing first league football. Yeah, yeah. So these are the stats from uh the game. Spurs had only thirty percent possession. And they won two, they scored two goals. Two, not one, two. Spurs had three shots on target to your two shots on target you guys uh, had 11 shots and then they had five shots from what i'm seeing here Who's more efficient they're more efficient because yeah so from less chances they were able to score more goals and less passes as well have you do you know how many years we have not beaten tottenham for two uh, years two years and then and then and then Azul wants to tell me arsenal is the biggest team in london it's not bro it's no longer the biggest team in, in london in terms of history yes we're the biggest in terms of uh, in terms of current like current times yeah definitely it's, just a, it's the same thing definitely as in manchester definitely tottenham manchester city is bigger than manchester united right now so it's part of the b- like that's, that's why i had that argument i think you guys were talking about or you shared it with me mm. that they were saying the top 6 Man City definitely deserves to be in the top six because they got money and they started winning cups. Mm, like yeah. it's not a joke. Yeah. Leicester has won the league. Tottenham, I don't think they can be in there because they haven't won anything yet. Mm. But I swear, if you give them time, Mourinho is going to leave us in the dust. And it's like you're saying, we don't have that time. Arsenal has uh, is now is in that state where if we don't watch out. We're going to be the next Liverpool or Man City, and I'm talking about those days where they waited thirty something years yeah, to get. Yeah. To. I am not going to wait until I'm forty, bro, so that I can start seeing Arsenal win. You know, it's like I love. I fell in love with foot with Arsenal one in two thousand and four, not because of the Invincibles. That's when we signed the RVP. Mm. The two thousand the Invincibles was just like a amazing consequences to me following uh, Arsenal. Then we lost to Barcelona in the Champions League final 2006. That's the closest we've ever come to that, by the way. Closest, yeah. closest we've yeah. ever come. And that team was, you know, amazing. we can't That was an amazing squad. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I gave it time and I fell in love with them more funny because Arsene Wenger's football was beautiful. Bro, right. I was watching those highlights, those yeah. Ozil compilations, yeah. like of the last uh, four, I think, four years. No one can and tell us anything. It was beautiful football. There has not been a team that plays football like you guys in the Premier League. And then now we have Ateta who's trying to adopt uh, his uh, godfather's tactics of Pep and he doesn't have the players Pep has, yeah. all the money he has, and uh, everyone's going to tell me Ateta knows, Ateta this, Ateta that. What, we're going to give him six years so that we can start seeing that we're competitive. We can't even compete for top six. Forget top four, top six. And, and so, okay, do you think, one, the, the, the size of the job is too big for Ateta because... 
essentially, this is his first full-time Premier League managing job. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's managing a big team like Arsenal, obviously, uh, with a huge following. Arsenal is... I might talk a lot of shit about you guys, but you team. are a big team. The it expectations are high. Despite the players you have, despite the league position, despite the manager, Arsenal is a big team. So do you think if it was a manager with more experience, you know, maybe let's say you guys sign some Allardyce over the over January or no, you no sign no someone who's no, no, a specialist. No, a specialist. Maybe someone like Pochettino. At, 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 at um, rescuing seasons. No, because someone like Pochettino. Someone like, no. Why would Pochettino come? No, that's what, what is a, a convincing argument that because a top manager would have one to come and manage this team? Because one, yeah. guys like Pochettino know how to deal with shit players. Like let's just be frank. The team that Tottenham has now mm. is not the same team Pochettino had. And he reached the Champions League final. But he also had a very good squad. Yeah, he had a good squad, but they didn't have the cohesion they have now. They d they were inconsistent. Yeah. They like they would they would always fight but never win anything. Uh, so it's like I'd like to take Pochettino, guys like Diego Simeone, Ancelotti was free, we let him go to Everton, which was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um Imagine Ancelotti at Arsenal. Yeah, that's th that literally those two seem like a match made in heaven. Because he knows that would, how to that would bang, that would slap. Yeah, he knows how to manage players personally, yeah, yeah. and he's tactically he's not outdated. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, as a manager with such experience like him, Mourinho, Pep, Klopp, um, I wouldn't put Zidane there yet. Zidane is still beginner, beginner, as you can see how what's happened to <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <laughs> Madrid in the Europa League. Yeah, but it's like those are the type of managers I would like to see because they know how to grind it out. Yeah, Arsenal. Definitely doesn't know how to grind it out. We are a team who we start always, you know, because this has been the thing, even when Arsene Wenger was winning. You start hot, man. We start for you everyone. Start talks, hot. you know, you come for everyone. Uh, man, yeah, you Chelsea, yeah, yeah, yeah. tell them you're working. Then Arsenal starts showing its true colors. One injury happens and yeah, our season is dead. Unraveled. And uh, the for me, the biggest mistakes Ateta did was one. He was first team manager. First of all, he doesn't have the same title as other people. Mm. Even Klopp and Pep Guardiola don't have that title. He's first team manager. Basically, he has a say in everything that happens. Yeah. Whether it's transfers, whether it's players, squads. One, he left his biggest asset out of the game, which is the dumbest shit I've ever seen a manager do yeah. in my life. And he played with Ozzy. So he knows. He knows. He knows, he, knows. <laughs> yeah. he knows the type of player he has. So, one, that was listening to whoever it is who told him, the board, whatever, to spending uh, uh, the money that he did on players that he didn't need. The one player that he brought in, mm. Gabriel Magellas, I love. In my opinion, I still don't think he needed Partey. If you're going to get rid of Ozzy, replace him. Yeah. Like, why are you getting a defensive midfielder when we don't need that? Mm. Yeah, our defense has become better, but <laughs> what? how is that stopping any goals from going, going in? in? Yeah, yeah. Two, you don't know how to motivate your striker because wallahi, if I look at Aubameyang playing, he, he doesn't. It's this nigga is like he's trying to say I'm not playing. And you know, bro, the thing is with big players, um, they see a lot of things, especially when you have players who've been under bigger managers in in the past. Yeah, so exactly. the way Aubameyang has been to Dortmund, he's played in Inter. He he knows what football is. So sometimes you can see the. AC, AC, he played for AC. AC Milan. Yeah, AC, then he went to Sotetian. Okay, AC Milan. Um, so, so what I'm trying to say is sometimes you can see um, when a player is not buying into what the manager, the manager is, trying to, is trying to sell, 
And that goes from how the manager trains the team, the training drills, you know, and, and just like from midweek till the Premier League match, you can actually see who in that squad is actually playing for what Ateta is selling. And Sunday the defender he bought. That's so it. yeah, and watching your watching your team, sometimes you guys come out in the first half and you can already tell that these guys are not they're not here for this game. Because the thing is, we have the next pictures we have mm. uh, horrible, I think. I know we have Man City in the Carabao. I don't even care if he plays youngsters or the full team, to be honest. That one, I think, is going to Man City. Then we have Chelsea again in the league. Oh, you have Chelsea again? Yeah. Ooh. Do you know Chelsea, in the second half, first of all, the way as we cry about second half, yeah. the sec- they're the most prolific team in the second half. There's no team that's better than them when it comes to the second half. And this is this is statistically speaking. Yeah, like the t- amount of goals they score in the first and the second half. Yeah. Different. Okay, so I have Arsenal fixtures. Um, you have an away game, Europa League on Thursday. The Europa th- League has already been. That should be yeah. That should be easy. Secured. No, even in secured opposition to next. Next, next round. Year. Okay. And then on Sunday, uh, Burnley. I, I feel. You guys are playing them at the Emirates. I feel uh, you guys should get a result from we're that. Not, we're not going to get a result. These are the teams that we can't break down. The low block. Yeah, we literally can't. We don't have Ozil or any creative midfielder to break down those teams. Ooh, and then Southampton after Burnley. They've been playing amazing football. And then Everton after Southampton. Oh, and then City in the EFL Cup. And then Chelsea in the Premier League. Brighton away. Yeah, so it's it's not an easy easy run of games, but and it's in, in a short all span yeah, of time. it's like between two two days because yeah, we're going yeah. into the festive. The d- yeah, exactly. So I think it's like three weeks we play nine games. Yeah, I'm I can see wrong. it's three days apart each of them. I'm just like, bro, do you think s- we have the depth to fight all of that? And even do we even have the first team to fight all of that? Realistically speaking, Arsenal Burnley, what are you expecting? Either draw or we lose. Okay, I'm just going to say win or draw. No, I feel I feel Arsenal have too much for Burnley. I'm not being pessimistic here, but I swear to one God, we the way Aubameyang is playing, mm. nah, those defenders will run a mock with him. I feel Arteta can save his job in these two games: the Dundalk game and the Burnley game. No, I mean if you approach the Burnley game properly, you get a good win. That's definitely going to increase your confidence going into Southampton. And the, the the thing is about not having time in between matches is, okay, this one has not gone the way we want. We have to get up for the next one. So Southampton don't have any European football uh, you know, responsibilities. And bro, that team, mm. if you watch them playing, they're playing like former Arsenal. Those guys are playing ball. They play ball, yeah, yeah. Huh. So yeah, this is uh, good times for... Everyone who does not support Arsenal, um, we can read out some questions that we had been sent. Uh, do you want to read the first one? Yeah, sure. Um, it's actually an Arsenal question as usual. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How much longer does Ateta have before he should be sacked in your opinion? Like, well, our opinion. Okay, in my opinion, I've never really been for someone being sacked, but... Um, when I'd say give him until the end of the season. I just want to see 
what he does, how he tries to recover the situation, especially after the January transfer window. And especially after what Fabrizio Romano has been saying about your possible activity in January. So mm. I'd say give him until the end of the season. Don't the season is already, it's, it's gone already. Yeah, it's gone. Technically, we have now we're just fighting for Europa League again. Europa League and maybe top four. No, so top four is a lie. I think the teams that are in top four, those teams don't look like they're going to slow down. Yeah. Literally, what what they are is they're, s- they're bullet trains. Yeah, and we are we are still using charcoal. Charcoal, steam. Yeah, steam powered. What okay? So what do you think? How long do you think Arteta has I before? I give him two more seasons. To be honest, like this season and the next, because, like I mean, he just needs to buy the players he needs. Okay, but for him to be manager next season, obviously he has to finish yes, above so a exactly, certain exactly. number. So, uh, what are your expectations? He has, to, he has to finish at least five or six. We have to play Europa League football. I mean, that's the only thing we look forward to anymore. We are a team that never failed to qualify for Champions, for Champions League. League. Yeah. And now I'm here telling you how I want us to qualify for Europa League. Because even if it's a little money, it's something. Arsenal yeah. is not a team where we we want to get into debt just to s- to just to finance and especially with the economy now with mm. coronavirus and shit <sighs> anyway he has this <laughs> season and the next year he needs he basically has the next three transfer windows this january summer and the next january and the next one mm. okay uh next question ateta out or ateta in and give your reasons why for your answer i'm going to say ateta in just cuz i like to be on the podcast after a weekend of Arsenal losses. So, yeah, just keep the guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Moody? Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm indifferent, to be honest. All I am indifferent. Ateta in, Ateta out, I really don't care. As long as he does his job. Because at the end of the day, if he, like, if he manages to start performing well, and let's say next season we're fighting for the league or we're fighting for top four, I'm not going to be like, oh, stick to my guns and be like, yeah, Ateta out, fuck this nigga. I don't mm. want him there, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, gee, if he starts making the team perform, Ateta in. If he's going to stay the same way, out. Ateta out. It's, a, it's That's a simple answer, you know. Bro, bro, do you remember that game we watched with you? Uh, I think it was one of the first few games of the season. We were playing Arsenal ball. versus Fulham. We were playing ball. And you guys were playing ball. But that's and cool. I was like, but wow. And but what did you I could even see the patterns. Aubameyang scored a really good goal off the left. Top bins, I remember. One and of the then only goals he scored. He's only has two goals this season. And then that same goal was replicated in the next game, like the same passing sequence. So it's kind. I don't know, bro. It's weird that we're in a situation where we have Arsenal being the lowest in terms of chance creation. I I, I personally didn't see this coming. Yeah, it was it was a uh, how do you say it? A lot of people who were even me, I was falling into that trap of oh, our mentality has changed. You know, the footballers, mm. were, the players, were also saying, oh yeah. We're now looking for wins, blah, blah, blah. And that just shows how mentally fragile our squad is. They started having ups and downs, and everyone just went into a case of depression, I yeah, guess you can yeah, say. You know, yeah. not, to, not to belittle anyone who goes through that, but this is like a case of depression, like the team is just failing, you know. Yeah. Because you can't tell <coughs> me you were top scorer last season, and now that you don't have any opportunities, you're going to start playing like you don't care. And this is the same guy who used to run up and down for mm, Teta when he mm. was starting. And I said it after that game. I was like, that's Fulham. They just got uh, promoted. Promoted. Now look where they are. 
Okay. Um, next question. Do you guys think Oba is effective on the wing rather than through the middle? Sell that guy. Maybe says sell him. I think um I think it depends on on how you set up. If it's a four two three one, I'd have him in the middle. But if it's a four three three, I'd have him come in off the left and then Lacazette drop into the ten and then you have two inside forwards. He only um, works. He only works in the middle <coughs> if he has players like Ozil behind him. A mm. player like Ozil, De Bruyne, uh, even Bruno Fernandes, like those type of players who can look up and like before they get the ball, they already know this guy is yeah. making the run. So when they get it, he doesn't have to make wasted runs. You know, the more you keep doing that as a striker and or a winger, you get tired. Yeah. Of yeah. Or just and at a certain point, you just stop running because you know the ball's not going to come. come. So I think in the middle, if we get a creative spark, if we don't. Uh, I think we should just sell him and not Lacazette. Wallahi. You'd rather keep Lacazette than Aubameyang? Sell both. Or sell both. We try and get like 30, 40 million for Lacazette. Same amount for Aubameyang. We just go and buy young strikers who look like they want to play football. You know, like Oli Watkins. Yeah, I mean, like he's big. Sell Aubameyang in January. And offer Villa 60, 50 million. I'm sure they're, they're going to sell him. Yeah. I think they want to build the squad Villa. They don't want to get <laughs> let, let go of any of the players. Well, Villa is also building a squad, bro. Yeah, but they Arteta doesn't have time, man. He really doesn't. does not. Exactly. What? Saying. There's yeah. even teams like Wolves, bro. Wow. Yeah, wow, wow. Anyway. The Portuguese national team. Yeah. Kinaneto mm. uh, and yeah, Podence. Oh, that kid is. Podence. I would get him. If you want creativity <laughs> and someone who can dribble, I'd get Podence. <laughs> that name, man. I just love saying it in like a in like a Jaluo accent. Podence. Yeah, you know, hmm? Jaluo has come for you. Okay. Final question. Another another Arsenal question. Come on, guys, man. Ask ask questions for other teams as well, please. Um, we know Arsenal is Mickey Mouse team and it has a lot of convo, but. Yeah, we'd like to hear about other teams too. So Nduats, um at just Marquez on Twitter, he asks, can Arsenal focus on the Europa League fully since our top four hopes are over? So can Ar- should should Arsenal focus on the Europa League since the top I mean four? I mean, it can get us into the Champions over. League, no? Yeah, it can. It can, yes, actually. Uh, but bro, but this season is the hardest season to win, to exactly. be honest. Exactly. <laughs> Look, Real is going to go down. <laughs> uh, Inter, Inter, Inter is down. There, yeah, they're points zero. Guys, yeah? On with us? No. no Inter Inter bottom of their table. Yeah. In the Champions League, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. They're with Real Madrid. They're no? with Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah so bottom. No, but they, they have a chance. with uh, It's Borussia Mönchengladbach. Inter and Real, if I'm and not Shakhtar. wrong. And Shakhtar. Shakhtar is done. That one, we already know them. They're out. That team is a, is, a, is a shadow of what they used to be. But they beat, they beat, they beat Real Madrid home yeah, and away. Everyone is beating Real Madrid, bro. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this season, Barcelona and Real Madrid, everyone is caning uh, them. You they're know. poo-poo. They're poo-poo. Barcelona this weekend lost to Cadiz. Yeah, what, who, what is a Cadiz? Yeah, who knows? Sounds what like an antihistamine. Exactly. You know, so... I mean, honestly, Europa League will be hard. Because if Real gets there, mm-hmm. they have to come out of the trophy. Like, There's just no way serial time winners of the Champions League is going to go into Europa League and not come out with a win. If any manager would have failed as much as Zidane, it's him. 
I would have dropped the mic like he did. Yeah, and not and gone back there. Go and manage France or something. Yeah, that, that would have been a good a good way to to leave it. Yeah, into into the bottom of their table, bro. So you see, you you expect um, draw draw loss loss and one win. You expect us to deal with Lukaku and Kina Sanchez guys. Finish you, man. Mm, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, we have to we have to concentrate on Europa League, but we also have to make sure we don't get relegated because yeah. this season is really looking like we're playing that game. First, I, w- I can't believe we laughed at Manu when you guys were down there. That's the saddest thing about this whole thing. We laughed at you when you were down there, and you weren't even that low. And Ian Wright actually said, if Arteta had this United squad, we would be vying for the champ. We would be vying for the championship. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So, but that's also Ian Wright. Where you at now, bro? Yeah, that's also bigging up. Uh, <laughs> that's also bigging up Ateta's skill too much, because he'd have the same problems as OGS. Yeah, he doesn't have that uh, that bravado, that uh, reputation. Someone like Alex Ferguson. Or had, yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Y- it's not easy to deal with big, big egos in a team. And you have to know these are footballers, man. These guys are guys who put their life and work into becoming footballers. They didn't care about school. A handful of them, I guess you can say, cared about going to school and stuff like that. The rest, all of them were like, I want to be a footballer, make money. Okay. I mean, Arsenal down, Manu looking up, Chelsea looking like title contenders, Tottenham looking like title contenders. Man City and Liverpool have always been in that, uh, that space. In that space. So, I mean, another season of Arsenal guys crying next season. So, yeah, you know. I guess we end it off there because honestly, if, if I continue going about them, I might yeah. even I might even be fined for you know <laughs> obscene language. Okay, guys, um, that is all from us. Uh, we just want to say thank you for all the support that we've been receiving online and offline. Um, we are going to be releasing more in terms of content, and uh, as we continue, we're just going to be improving on the quality of what we produce but as of now remember follow like subscribe and uh please yeah just share share with all your friends um and family and we will see you guys next week bye see you guys